That's right. What up? No, oh, let's let's uh, bring that back. <laughs> is this uh? Is he gonna forget the intro this time? Nah, nah, man. <laughs> what up? We ready? Let's go. Yes, sir. Welcome to episode four of Elbows and Jumpers. I got Rudy to my right. I got DJ Scratchy Scratch on the boards over here. What up? What up? What up? So, like I said, this is episode four. Um, we just got a full week of basketball in. Happy New Year, Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa, Merry Kwanzaa, whatever. There you go. And um, Hanukkah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, R.I.P. M.F. Doom. Yep. That's right. R.I.P. Uh, we just got a win from the Houston Rockets today. We're going to talk about a little bit about uh, some boxing today. Touch on a little bit about football. Y'all already know what that is. And uh, let's go ahead and get this started. Let's talk about... Um, so what we saw from some of our newer players and what we saw in the first three or four games right now and um, kind of what stood out to you, what surprised you, what uh, what you see as maybe some opportunities we'll come into. But let's let's talk about some of the good first. Uh, what did you see? What stood out to you to start off the season, Rudy? Sure. The first four games look really promising for the Rockets. Um, we got to see different rotations in the first two games without even – all of our real starters, uh, James Harden and Wood, who was a game one and two, they're leading away. Those aren't even games we were supposed to win, and they're fairly competitive. Um, Wood stood out, James Harden balled out as usual. Um, shouldn't be surprising. We see that every year. Um, did you take anything from those first two games? I mean, the main thing was that with, with everybody sitting out the way they did, we were a competitive team. You look at the losses that Portland had after they played us, um, the Nuggets, after they played us. There's only one team that has one loss in the Western Conference, and that's the Suns. And that's what CP3 really um, showing some leadership over there. But in general, the losses that we've had, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call them excuses, but some of these other teams didn't have those same excuses. I would say they're excusable just because we didn't have our lineup. Um, one thing I'll say is, though, CJ McCollum balled out. Um, oh, that was yeah. one of the few games where he did, he did really show out on that. And and put up that what forty four points against us. Oh yeah, um, and uh, Jokic too on for the Nuggets. He put up a a, a big what twenty five and twelve or something like that. But in general, it took it took a, a really strong effort from the other side star player to really come up against us. Where Harden was obviously letting a lot of letting a lot of facilitating happening. You saw those beginning lineups, the the players that were testing with Nwaba and and with uh, Tate showing up the way he has. We just we've really made some adjustments going these few games in these short few games, and I'm really excited what we have going forward. I mean, when we're talking about the Rockets being top three, I think that's it's definitely possible. in the cards. It's definitely possible, and we can say that confidently, right? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, um, so all the pieces are there for sure, and I like how you touched on McCullum and uh, the Joker, and I don't know how you feel about this, but I feel like McCullum is is turning that corner. Um, a lot of people say that he's inconsistent. But from what I, I mean, saw, from, I mean, I think that's you, that's something you agree with. But I I'm mean, sorry, what I, I'm, I'm saw, one of those people that will say that about him. He yeah. is inconsistent. Like we right now, yeah, he put up 44 against us, but he's still averaging 25 points per game. And that's why I said he's turning right the corner, and yeah. he does it when it counts. Well, as of late, like with the bubble, it was very impressive because and the bubble. I don't know if you agree they still with this. Lost. Yeah, but he was showing out. You know that that was the point. He was he's yeah. a nobody, and he he came out and. You know, just start really balling out. No, I'm a I'm a McCollum fan. I don't I don't mean to be too down on. Him. I'm just saying that that's typically not his role. As a matter of fact, where was Lillard in those games at the same time? When we're talking about 
a player that we're talking about possibly trading away for assets, possibly, right? I want to know that I'm getting full value, and I don't see value currently in the league for what we have right now on our team. No, I mean... In any tangible way, that's not saying, hey, we're all out lottery. Right now, um, I don't know what your perspective is on James Harden and the Rockets. Um, Do you feel like he's going to stay, or do you feel like he's going to be traded at some point? Because I feel like he would be a fool if he goes anywhere else. Most definitely. I mean... I I don't want him to go. Mm-hmm. I don't think that there is enough value in the NBA that anybody has currently with Dinwiddie going down, with the the Nuggets still tied very much so to jo, uh, Jamal Murray's uh, future. And one of my personal under, undercover, like little uh, underdog favorites is John Morant. And obviously now you see his value probably rising uh, this season. So I don't know if there's anything outside of getting a, full, uh, a franchise's full set of draft picks, but not only just draft picks i'm talking about top 15 draft picks where you there's a lot of uh, swaps involved with that or something where we're getting something that's really going to bring our future together and truth be told i don't see why any team right now gives up their star player or their franchise after seeing how many drafts that we go through where you don't get a superstar but every like well a superstar team but every other draft it feels like there's a good draft and a bad draft a good draft and a bad draft and then you you might you might end up with a a uh, like a Harrison Barnes, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, um, I see your point where teams can't take the risk um, if they already have a budding star or an all star already. Um, the only so it's crazy talk, you know. The like, only I mean that's why all that talk has died down. By the way, it has. Like you don't hear it was it, it, it was some preseason news gossip that they could talk they could start a little start a little brush fire with so somebody can say oh i heard this person say this so now we got to talk about this thing like they completely manufactured a whole storyline well no not completely manufactured because i feel like harden got humbled by the news media um you see all the ogs in the game shannon sharp um you saw um steven jackson just call him out because he was throwing that fit you know and you saw it on instagram posting his little stories which i really don't care about um, <laughs> but, but, but why are we saw, talking about a man's personal life? But now but we no, don't get you to saw, but you no, know what's what I'm great? saying is Today that we're talking about he, the game. He was held responsible, and, and you see, what I feel he's like doing. he changed. He changed it up. He's like, yeah, my value might decrease if I don't go out there and play and um, be the all star. I, I don't think it was ever an option to not go out and play. It was never an option to not go out and play. People sit out. He had no reason to. He would have lost a lot of money. He would have lost a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. It's a hell of a motivator. And we do know that he's got, got a hell of a bar tab. So yeah, <laughs> he <really> does. <laughs> but I mean, it it does it doesn't do anybody a, a service to sit out games. It, it and you know what? I'll give I'll give props to the to the owner too. He's kept his his whole pers- her per- his perspective out the media. So you see both sides harden and him. They can sit this out. They can let the media do all the talking, but they can they can both take a backseat and let the business be the business, Very which is winning basketball. Very yeah. professional because you're talking mad shit about Fertitta and that he couldn't run shit. <laughs> well, I expected him to be able to take over the news cycle because it's your team. Who who's out there running your PR? Who's running your social media machine so that so that your name doesn't have to get, have to get dragged to, through the dirt? Because I didn't think much of a. I don't know shit. Eat at Crab Landry's or whatever. What, what fucking restaurants does he have? Yeah, all the Landry chains <laughs> and the casinos. I mean, I wasn't thinking about going to no Golden Nugget, but you know what? Maybe, maybe <laughs> I'll go to the Golden Nugget. <laughs> I'm sure they have the COVID nice protection. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we might see our grandparents. That might be there. that's matter. That perspective right there, where I can maybe change my perspective of ownership currently. 
I think Harden has exactly been given that by the media. By the way, they're not mentioning his name now. Oh yeah, it's died down. I mean, it only takes a few forty-point games and fifteen assist games. Do you see how much doing easier, historic numbers? Do you see how much easier it is for him? Oh, to, absolutely. He's becoming a spot-up shooter. Mm-hmm. He's taking. I read today he had he was going from six, about five point eight dribbles per possession to down to three point seven. So clearly, he's not dribbling the ball as much to get his shot. Um, I see excellent ball movement in terms of getting people available for three point shots from a spot up position instead of having to go one on one. Even like, for example, when when Harden was getting double double team last year, the bailout was Westbrook. And what would Westbrook do? Go dribble, 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 too, (laughs) and do the one on one thing. Now, when we pass that ball out of that double, it's going to make another pass to, to a man that's in position purposely through through some screens. I'm seeing plays in real time. And you know it's great to say, and then also the timeouts when the shit ain't working. I love the oh, yeah. <laughs> I love not being down by twenty points for yeah. no fucking reason and, and not having a timeout call. Yeah, call a timeout when it's we, actually, timeouts. we actually have mm-hmm. a real system in place. I mean, finally, yeah, finally. This while. is this is what I've been talking about for a year, over a year, and, and this is something about. Um, Feels good. Yeah, it feels good. I mean, Dennis didn't want to concede the point that I don't know why it's got about me concede. I'm we're over here talking about winning basketball. (laughs) I just like you know giving you shit. (laughs) We're we're over here winning, doing the exact thing that was gonna that was gonna happen. More efficiency. You see more baskets at the cup. Everybody's running to the rim. And we're taking less. You're saying more efficiency, right? Yeah. But you you were advocating small ball was efficient. I think small ball saved our, our our ass today in this game. Where you saw in a in a quarter where Boogie Cousins was just not exactly up to speed, we'll say. Yeah, yeah. Like when they put that small small ball in, it thoroughly it, it thoroughly took the Kings out of their game. Yeah, but they weren't just shooting threes; they were cutting and doing exactly. Else. It was a modified version of that high speed offense. It was still high speed. That's how you play basketball. High efficiency. Bro. That's how you play basketball. We're gonna see more. These are clearly range. NBA players playing basketball, Rudy. I'm saying <laughs> under a good coach, <laughs> you know, you, uh, you yeah, get easier I, I think, and better uh, shots. I think he's making the the player's choice kind of decisions and helping them have be that additional eye on the court, which obviously, I mean, he's got the he's been in the game so long. So I, I expect I expected this kind of greatness. Whereas I think Dan Tony, he was a great point guard, and it's kind of like that Scott Brooks syndrome or the or that, you know, that point guard coach that is a great fundamentally great coach. But Silas has has that different perspective. It was where his perspective was always, what can the player do better, and how can I put them in a position to win? Because it's like a chess game for them, and and they understand that perspective instead of. I mean, there is something to be said about that, you know, that gut understanding of basketball. But you can tell Silas is saying, no, I can make you win if you just do things like this. And we're, I mean, running plays as fast as we do, as fast as we play. I, I I've seen it unfold game after game where the young guys, as as slow a start as they had. They, I mean, they, they were trying to run the plays. They were missing shots. It's not something profound, though. This, this no. is what good teams do. You know, they move the ball, and it's well, always that they, next man up. You know, I don't and know he's giving they, those people those minutes um, to be able to perform. It feels like it felt like everybody wants to talk about the Rockets. Like we're supposed to finish six or seven in the West. Like, like they don't call. Like they don't think we're like the New York Knicks of the of the Western Conference, right? Like they talk. They talk about the Rockets like as if it's not a serious contender for the for the title. I mean, once uh, Harden comes out and says, you know, I'm dedicated to this team. He don't this even is where say I want to be. Like that. He, he, he That's comes when the in media and earns changes. a paycheck. He's putting up the points, the rebounds, the assists. What I'm doing is. You need him to do all this other shit? What I'm doing. He can be a man <laughs> and just keep, and let the work talk. Yes, but this is why the media <laughs> isn't giving the credit yet. Because. Who once, gives a fuck? I'm over here t- saying, you know, thank you, James. Don't be surprised if he gets <laughs> traded. If he gets uh, traded by All Star Break. Look, man. If, Shout if, out Nina Rosa. That's. 
if if he gets traded again, that's where I'm going to turn my my ire at the ownership because again, we can all agree we don't have any kind. There's not there's no, not a trade position that the we can only win. one that's semi okay would be Jamal Murray because he he fits really well in this offense. Now is Denver giving him away for I don't know what no. No, they, I mean, they're not going to be giving away. They're going to have to give us picks. And their picks aren't even going to be that great if we're trading away James Harden in our same Western Conference. It will have to be a three-way we're, we're trade. Giving, we're giving our gun to the enemy in exchange for a smaller No, pistol. that's how it wouldn't be, though. It would be a three- to four-team trade. So I've been playing yeah. with different trade machines. And, you know, if, so this is your best-case scenario? Where just pisses us off with, uh, with his trade. <laughs> I want to hear it, though, because I want to live in the dream world, too. It's because you have to find value when it's not there. And this is um, part of being an analyst. You try to find that diamond in the rough, and you develop them. Chris Wood, I mean, the GM did a spectacular job with finding a diamond in the rough. Oh, yeah. Nobody was talking about Wood. Nobody. Last he was season. with the Pistons. Yeah, so he saw his <laughs> all suck. his you know um, fundamentals and his skills and what he can do. And he's turned out to be a you know pivotal piece to our team. So that's part of creating trade value. Yeah. You find these things that the media isn't talking about. Now, let's talk so about there that. Are, I, like, I like that you mentioned that because mm-hmm. we're talking about creating trade value so we can definitely talk about sterling brown we can talk about jay sean tate you see that we can kind of bring david Nwaba into the conversation I'm it, no this oh, last yeah. game was no, good. no hold on yeah. i'm laughing because mm-hmm. of the next name <laughs> which is we know <laughs> bruno caboclo <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> if we can yeah. if we can find some way to get him into the system if we can turn that corner and get that trade value that sweet sweet trade value oh yeah he had his mean. opportunity man but he just mean. looks super it, lost out there he, he looks like he needs a few years in the D League, still. I mean, I think he has a size and height and everything. He's just, Nwaba, he looks lost. Matter of fact, you know who looked lost? House. Those House first two games. Yeah, yeah. House was. Lost. I I thought House needed to make some kind of amends. He needed to see the Voodoo Doctor or something. But this last game, he came back. Yeah. Any house music? <laughs> no. <laughs> to motivate him? <laughs> no, I don't think. No, that's okay. We can keep going. Not he didn't have anything said. Um, no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, so uh, what? Uh, I have a question for you. Who do you see? Um, well, what do you see House developing into? Is he has he reached his peak? Is there any player that he should model his game after? I mean, I, I think he's very clearly in that Robert Covington kind of package of that that wing D that can shoot a three. I don't know, but he can do a little more because he can drive. He can create a shot. It just doesn't seem like he knows his timing just yet. Yeah, and yeah. part of that is, I mean, he's never really been part of this system. I mean, he's been coming off the bench kind of sore. He was showing flashes here and there, and you're like, well, shit, what else are we going to do? Throw the motherfucker in, right? <laughs> and now he, de- he developed some consistency behind that and became a rotation player. And that's something that, you know, that the Rockets have been doing with. We've been we've been turning some uh, some some shit into some sugar with the, with this team with this organization. That's but, all it takes. It takes the opportunity to know, with a good system, which is why, a, and it creates so much value for the whole team. Like we, um, so a lot of our role players were from you know last year and talking about like House and who else Tucker and um, who else is another role player from last year. Is there anybody else? Name them. House, I think everybody's Tucker, gone. Eric, House, Eric Gordon. Eric Gordon. So those three, yeah. right? So. Everybody. That's what I'm saying. Like when I was talking about Harden's employment situation, bro, he lost his boss's boss, his boss, and every, his 75% of his department was gone. They had to, and we look a lot better. <laughs> we, we do, do look a lot better. That's but crazy. Man, like you, we're if actually if watching you're the one with the red now. stapler on your desk, you're over here like, are you going to fire me too? <laughs> <laughs> we're a blessed team right now. Yeah, we we have everything. We we turned it all around. We turned it all around in a very fell swoop. And with a completely different team that's playing differently, 
look at look at what's going on with the Warriors. You know, we were talking about how Seth Curry was a guy that could turn his his co-parts into some of the best players in the NBA and get them to be all stars. And definitely, I, I like I that Durant of that point. He can do that. The thing is, he's at a so it's like okay, Steph. He Steph gets Curry, the benefit of the doubt. Steph Curry built his house. You know, with all these, you know, he built Steph clay. Curry built the house. Yes, he built the house. And he now, wasn't playing with players. It's with like gravity. saying you build a house and then. You know, it gets destroyed and saying, he was the first and saying one at like, the oh, house. oh, you can't use he that wood anymore. He was the first one at the house, house. And then he he started having a family. Yeah. And, it, and, and it's that's chemistry. Family. You act like you, that's you chemistry. Can, yeah, that's chemistry. And it all starts from, you know, the head. And also having the logo be your GM. I guess. You put the people in position to, to but help Clay your team wasn't shit succeed. when he first just when he first got there. Let's move on. Draymond wasn't but, shit. But either way, right Steph now. Wasn't they, I mean, yeah, well, Steph wasn't shit. We're talking about what it wasn't, but what it is right now is they trash. Because they don't have their pieces. They get all the excuses. They get the benefit of the doubt. They actually build a team. It wasn't like uh, it wasn't like the LeBron and Miami Heat situation. I'm saying they the, went through their years. The Warriors and they built chemistry together. So there's nothing wrong with it. That's what a team is. I wonder how year we after been. year. I wonder we, how we would have been if uh, we would have kept Patrick Beverly and all them, all them, oh, Lou yeah. Williams. It would have been chemistry. You think we would have had a championship by then? By now, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. I believe it. The more chemistry you build, the better. You know, you can you that, move in I a way like that doesn't require communication. After, after seeing this last Kings game and seeing the chemistry that the, that the guys had on the floor, look at the Kings. They look good. Yeah, and I was like, I was questioning myself. I'm like, are the Kings that good? Or no, we're still or is a few like, men down. We're still a few men down. But still, they had their guys. chemistry of what Buddy Hill. I'm glad. Uh, we, what, we Halle got, Burton? We got Halle Burton ha- was killing us that that first yeah. game. And he was out this game, yeah, so, so that, that, that our game, our win today was a little tainted in that way. Hey, I'll take it. You gotta, take it. You gotta take. Of course, everyone. we gotta take it. I'm gonna take, take every that. single one of them. I don't give a fuck. These refs don't give a shit. Yep. <laughs> scratch, scratch. If you don't play something, <laughs> are you getting tired of talking? No, I'm not getting tired of talking. But we need some some vibes. I got you. Thank you, scratch, scratch. Elbows and jumpers. This is episode four. Dennis, Rudy, Scritchy. Let's go. <clears throat> Elbows and jumpers, <clears throat> episode four. What we got, Rudy? Yeah, so we're gonna talk about what we can build upon with the Rockets. Some points I see is with um Christian Wood. Um, obviously he's a a great talent, and I'm seeing that he's not a true center. I've been tweeting this. He's he's gonna get abused on defense. And if we continue playing him at the center, he's not going to have the legs um, to shoot up his threes, his jump shots, especially in the playoffs. So my ideal starting five would be to partner him with um, Boogie Cousins at the five. So Boogie can't mean, make it more than 10 minutes a game. So obviously, um, well, to, to answer that, I know before <laughs> you cut me off, lost my train of thought. Um, Boogie Cousins will get in shape if he starts more minutes. Um, alongside with Wood, Boogie Cousins is going to, you know, get the rebounds, hold the other man's, uh, the other team's big man, um, five, and he's gonna be able to let um, Christian Wood, you know, not put so many miles on his body heading into the playoffs I agree because with that's that. gonna be important. And so, if we start Boogie Cousins and Woods together, I think that's where the thing, package. The uh, thing Bruno. is that we're gonna have to have a new backup center, and it's obviously <laughs> I, not Bruno. Let me let me give you an idea. <laughs> I think a, a trade package. With Broderick Thomas, Bruno Caboclo, Chris Clemens, 
<laughs> you want to throw and a baseball they, player in there too? <laughs> a minor league baseball player? And David Nwaba. I mean, and then we're going to give him some value with Nwaba with a lot of upside, but we got to give it to him because we want to be fair. <laughs> Nobody's taking that trade package. <laughs> Nobody's taking that. So it's Thomas, the Knicks. I mean, Bruno and Thomas, to no, put Knicks frankly, at this moment in time, they are ass. Hopefully they improve. <laughs> And this is just somebody speaking real. Right now, like, they just haven't showed anything. Thomas so they're is still deep. rookie. Yeah, Thomas is a rookie, but you can't defend that. You're in, you're in the NBA now. You, I mean, yes, you, you have to show it. You're going to get cut. Somebody else is going to want that opportunity from the D-League yeah. or a free agent yeah. or Gerald Green, Bruno, perhaps. Bruno has no excuse. <laughs> what, what, what Scratch is saying is that we're over here turning coal into diamonds because you could say Christian Wood, who did not get drafted, and Sterling Brown, who... Played for Milwaukee and should have had a great um, situation over there. No longer plays for them. I mean, doesn't it make any sense that we have those two players for those teams? So, yeah, we should look at upside for Robert Thomas because Rafael Stone has proven that he's brought on quality he, players. He lost us. What was a game? Was it game one or two when he had some minutes? Or maybe both games. Both games. He, he, he killed the momentum. Him and Bruno. Yeah, yeah. It was did. just like, what? What are y'all doing? It was out the turnovers. There? Yeah, I mean, he got he, great he was turnovers. Lost. I mean, yes, he looked they scared, but at that point, you can't be scared. It's. Uh, I mean, you know what? Like Scratch said, they got, this is how they learn. We and the the benefit of le- losing these games early is that we haven't played as many other team as m- many other games as other teams. If you think about it, I think some teams have played two more games than us at this point. So even though we have as many losses, we haven't even played these other two games that we're. Compa- yeah, compa- yeah, I mean, we're so, two, the first so, two games we were supposed to lose. So, but right now we've gotten those guys those minutes against quality NBA teams, giving their giving us their best punch, knowing that they thinking that they could be just be down on us, right? So those players got a whole lot of real life experience real quick. That's true, but are they deserving of taking somebody's spot that deserves it, like Gerald Green? No, <laughs> <laughs> no, because you can't tell me that Thomas is better than Gerald Green. Yeah, you're right. He adds, now we're talking he adds about, marketability to the Rockets. Now we're talking about giving a right arm for a player, which is something we'd all, of course, do. But we got to be realistic. I mean, we gotta, but why doesn't that happen? Some because, of the fans want to know. No, because we got to wait until February 9th or some shit. There's some kind of trade deadline thing where after that date, we'll be able to sign him. Then we'll be good to go. Okay. I am not concerned about not having him going into the playoffs. As a matter of fact, we about to have a lot of fun. We Most are. Have those, you know, those jerseys are going to look so great. We're going to see a whole lot of that uh, love your blue color going on. Oh, yeah. I'm very excited for, for the whatever whatever this current pandemic situation is going to bring us. But I'm sure a lot of us are going to start taking pictures in the house with our fly stuff on or something. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> it looks promising um, other than wood. Um, so if he moves to the four, then that means he's going to be able to build upon his jump you, shot. So right now what I'm seeing from wood, um, he needs to build on. Like when he gets it. What about uh, just put Tucker as the five, which is technically what they're doing? No. Hell no, that's horrible. What? Tucker would get abused. That's the dumbest he idea ever. Him. He no, you know, he, Tucker needs to be I'm, at the three. Tucker and then, just gives up his soul to. to yeah, to he's going to get elbowed one day and he's going to shatter his nose. You're absolutely right. Yeah, we we got to protect him. Yeah. So, anyway, so what I'm saying with Wood, he really should. Um, he's like a combination of like Scottie Pippen and Kevin Durant. And um, actually, Chrissy told me about Scottie Pippen. He does kind of look like Scottie Pippen a little bit. Who? <laughs> Christian Wood. He kind of does. <laughs> yeah, I see it. Yeah. So anyway, he I has ain't been looking that close. <laughs> Anyways, bro, <laughs> I don't know what you're trying to insinuate with that. Nothing. But he has a, a good cor- like a corner jump shot where he's tall. He's six ten. All he has to do is just jump and shoot yeah. over these smaller players. He doesn't have to force it inside. Yeah. Unless it's just an easy dunk. 
you know, don't don't struggle for your shot. You have a, he has a soft touch. He does. Very soft touch. I like his mid-range game. Yeah, his mid-range game is there. And he just needs to work at it more. That's it. You know, um, like I'm saying, I'm not gonna call him a star just yet, but there's a lot of He's stuff that he, like one. He, there's a lot of stuff he can work on because in the playoff, the playoffs is something different. Yeah, it gets more intense. You know, the competition is just a lot harder. So if you have like an AD blocking your shot, you're gonna have to you know step back and you we're know, four games in. And I haven't seen him regress once. No, I'm not saying that. I'm no, saying no, what I'm, to work I'm, on. What I'm saying is, like, he, I feel like every game we're going to see him get better and better. I really don't know. For what sure. I don't know what his ceiling is right now. Oh, yeah. 15 yeah. rebounds today. Yeah. I, I'm not. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, 20 points. I mean, we're talking about we'd be happy with AD putting those same kind of numbers up. Oh, and by the way, four blocks. Um, yeah. Like, like, dude is like his his hands around the rim. I mean, he's got he's got something there. And to be honest, it shows up a lot more than what some of these other bigs put up. I mean, their averages might be nice, but I'm talking about I'm I'm seeing a guy that we can count on day in and day out. Oh yeah, but ju- I, I'm just warning you: don't view him as a five. He's not a five, and if you leave him at that five, he's not get abused further down the season into the playoffs. I, that's where I think I hope Boogie can get you know acclimated to playing in the NBA and at that speed again soon. No, he looked really light starting the first. I mean, the preseason, the first couple of games, like. Um, I, it seemed like he he gained a little bit of weight since he's been in Houston. But he lost weight. No, I'm saying he, he Remember, looked Remember, I saw skinny boogie. Yeah, I saw. But now, look at the game four. He looked yeah, a little heavier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe man. he had a few turkey legs. Or yeah, something. that's what I'm thinking. Turkey leg <laughs> got to him. <laughs> Shout out turkey leg. Yeah, very good food. <laughs> Damn. <So. laughs> Can't blame him. Can't blame him. Yeah, but anyway, so if that becomes the starting five, um, especially in the playoffs, we're going to have to look for a backup center. And then you always have to account for injuries. Yeah. Like Boogie could get hurt, and it's highly probable he will. I don't I'm wish it on him. To, yeah, we we don't wish that, but you had, when you're managing a team, you have to be prepared for that type of stuff. Yeah. You know, and I don't know who would be a good available I center. Think, um, I think we're going to see some uh, maybe some acquisitions on, on the uh, – Free on the free agent area. Yeah, you're gonna see teams dropping players, and maybe we'll find that center that we're looking for just through that. I think that we're, Tyson Chandler. Well, uh, if we would have had him this year, it would have been good. But I just think he hasn't played. Yeah, <laughs> he hasn't played. He hasn't touched the ball in over a year. Where he, he I don't think he's gonna. Boogie be. ain't played a year and a half, and he's he's still playing. He's still working up to his speed right now, as I see it. Yeah, I don't see too many centers out there that. Are I mean, I'm sure they'll pop up. As a season, you still uh, want your for. you still want your Monroe already? No, I want Bobo. <laughs> <laughs> Bobo would be nice. I heard you love uh, Monroe. Yeah, Greg Monroe was nice. He had all the fundamentals, but the game changed, so um, he's no longer an asset to many NBA teams. But what are we dropping? Some uh, Larry June. Larry Shout June. out Larry June. The first songs were uh, Shelvis. It's coming out with a new album. Nice January four. Let's go. Off time. That's right. Elbows and jumpers. This is episode four. Welcome back. Welcome back. So, um, Rudy, let's talk about the Mavericks that are coming up. I mean, they're currently two and three. We're gonna go in with a slightly better record than them. And uh, <laughs> the only reason we're bringing up the Mavericks is because you know how much Houston hates Dallas. <laughs> so Dennis wants to be petty and wants to poke at uh, Luca or. I, I guess mean, any other holes that team has. They are an opponent coming up, and they are clearly very close to us in proximity within the same state. And every big brother should, you know, get a little dig in on the little brother every so often, just so the world is kind of at its equilibrium. <laughs> so what do you want to point out in the <laughs> in the Mavericks? 
that um, Luka Doncic is at sometimes a great player, but he might be a little out of shape this year. He always starts out fat <laughs> every season. He always he's always a little chubby in the beginning. JJ Watt was talking about professionalism. I don't know. I was moved by it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about it. Let's let's hear what I, you got to say. So I mean, JJ Watt over here trying to get his team to play. As hard as they are, talking about we all make millions of dollars. I mean, you make quite a few more millions of dollars more <laughs> than the average over the motherfucker over there, okay? I mean, you paid, you get paid a whole lot more to not lose the game. I understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. We're all fans. But maybe the better draft pick is more valuable than the motherfucking record that we clear. If you wanted to play hard, hard was three weeks ago when we still had the chance to get into the playoffs. Hard isn't where we're just over here trying to get a worse draft pick. What exactly are we doing here? Well, we know our whole organization is a dumpster fire. Like, there is no value being created. You can be J.J. Watt. You can be Deshaun Watson. But a motherfucker will still say, man, but they are the Texans. And they still got that Jack Easterby and that Cal. Oh, you know what? Maybe I'll go over here and work for this other, like the Al Davis family. It's all timing and perspective. So it's to bring it back to your little yeah. comment. I mean, we see this every year. He's gonna, he's gonna beast <laughs> after a like hell three. Of a tangent. After yeah, it's a hell of a tangent. That's why I had to bring it back. Cause my bad. Going <laughs> back to the to the Mavericks. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> just give him a good two months to get in shape, and you, you'll see him start killing again. I had to cut that whole thing out. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. It's, it's, no, it's, we're gonna leave it. Yeah, it's part of what makes the show real. Yeah. But anyway, I mean, Mavericks. I guess that's our what next game. Monday, yep. Monday, yeah. So it'll be good. Uh, hopefully, Harden's back too from his uh, little sprained ankle. I think that's why we was out because he knew that we got to play them up next. And well, no, he actually did sprain his ankle with John Wall. Well, he did, but yeah. he went to practice early. He tweaked. He didn't need. The point is, he needed the rest so his ankle could be strong, so we can beat Dallas on Monday. Yeah. I mean, isn't that what we're talking about? Yeah. Let's. I mean, let's. You know, humble ourselves too. You Absolutely. <laughs> you don't want to get ahead of yourself. I man. do not want to get ahead mm-hmm. of myself. It just because then we get like, blown out. That's how we get blown out. But, I think that I feel like we're gonna see. This is what I'm waiting for in the next week of of Rockets basketball, and there's gonna be an 80 plus game where both Walt Wood and Harden, or Harden Wood as they're calling it, or Hardwood, Hardwood. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> you, you see. Yeah. So Hardwood. It will combine for 80 plus points and i'm just talking about the possible 13 excuse me 30 rebounds combined that you might see um those kind of games are possibilities and this going into a season where you have a what's looking to be a great number two if i don't even know where john wall still stands on this because we we got he showed out today we have a three-headed monster guys and i think it's time to be proud i mean i understand what you mean about humility but there's a difference. <laughs> no, there's a difference in walking <laughs> into a game, understanding that you're about to execute your will, versus oh, we think we can win. Mm-hmm. This is a. I think we can go in and execute at a which we're currently doing seventy five percent level and getting the kind of results we are right now. I can't. I'm. I would. If I was the West, I'd be scared of us. Yeah, definitely. And we're not getting that recognition from. Uh... Sports center, yeah. Not even worried about it. That's why we speaking on it. Uh, what were our highlights? What, like 10 seconds, 15 seconds of that? <laughs> yeah. We never get any love. Because, so, yeah, um, I mean, me and Scratch, uh, <laughs> after a win, we go straight to Sports Center and see, you know, what they're talking about. And, and it's like 10 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, two highlights. That's yeah. what they want. Isn't what this whole show is about is giving, giving our team the week's perspective of, hey, maybe this is what they could have talked about. Here. That's right. Yeah. Just elbows and jumpers, damn it. Yep. If, um, you know, if you know any sponsors, you know, we'll, we'll plug you in. We're taking sponsors now. We're getting, yeah, we're getting numbers on, on our know. Apple <laughs> and Spotify. Apple and Spotify. Pickup. 
Dennis is just a little scared to be famous. That's why he's uh, absolutely not. He talks all this shit, you know, that we should be confident the Rockets and all that. Be confident yourself. We got a good podcast. So <laughs> we do. Yeah, let's keep it going. And like you said, we're spotlighting what um ESPN and NBA TV don't. So let's yep. keep it going. So uh you want to talk about the Texans a little bit at all? I mean, I know I dipped off into that. So might as well bring it up. Anything that you guys think? Maybe I'm just wrong. Maybe no, I'm emotional. I'm just, I'm not. What pick do we have? That's what, that's what I want to know. I mean, we still got to finish the season. Yeah. We're, we only have four wins right now. At the, yeah. Hopefully I mean, we get a good We pick. needed to be in the two or three win kind of categories. <laughs> to get is, is there any head not coach? That, not that, you know, they're not doing their part in this because we definitely ain't winning either. Thanks, O'Brien. Let's, let's not forget. Yeah, thanks, O'Brien. Hey, yeah, we have to blame all this on O'Brien. So don't forget that he's the one that just messed up our whole team. And um, who allowed it to happen? Who? The ownership that let him stay there that long and made the whole I team I thought we weren't is. talking about back, Bob McNair. We're happy for what he brought to the city. <laughs> his two division titles? No, AFC saying, South titles? Is that what, what we're talking about? Right? Uh-huh. We, hey, we're hey, four-time. We're time. still champions. <laughs> AFC champions. <laughs> AFC <laughs> South <laughs> champions. We're How many right? times in a row? AFC South division champions. I think it's, I don't anyway. really, I don't really see us. You get rings for that? I we mean, get a banner. I'm pretty sure you get a... um. Like a diploma kind of paper. Nice. I want that. Mm-hmm. A certificate. I'm proud of that. We get a certificate. We should probably go and see if they have it in the cabinet of trophies that we don't have. I'm interested in seeing who's going to be their next head coach because um, I'm guessing Romer Cornell is not going to be it. And then, um, like I said, I, I'm, I'm not really excited about the upcoming seasons that are coming I in. I mean, they're basically, they got to understand from a branding standpoint, it's a hell of a time when your fans are probably at the lowest they could be considering we have Deshaun Watson and J.J. Watt on our team in terms of pride in for myself, pride in my in my city's sports football team that I have no other choice of following only because I was born on this stupid ground. It's kind of like, now I understand what like Browns fans were like uh, for a while. We're definitely there now, though. Our team's going to suck for a bit. Man. <laughs> I mean, keep supporting them, though. Go tailgate when everything gets normal. But I think that's pretty much it on the Texans, right? Um, Yeah. Shit sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Go to boxing. What are we listening to, Scratch? It's that, uh, Ramir- this that Ramirez right here. Today. Oh, yeah. Those are our elbows and jumpers. This is episode four. What we got next? So, uh, Rudy, walk us through what's uh, going on in boxing uh, as of recent. So, we had another DAZN boxing match. <laughs> <laughs> and I have to intro it that way so our fans <laughs> are prepared to what they're going to listen to. So, Ryan Garcia was fighting against uh, Campbell. Um, and I was watching it before we started the show. And it looks Give like... Give us a background on Ryan Garcia real quick. So, he's that. the pretty boy boxer like De La Hoya um, that DAZN is promoting. Um and from his Instagram highlights, he looks very good. But what we saw today, he needs a lot of work because he got donked in the head <laughs> today. I saw the it was hilarious. Moink. Yeah, man, he Boink. fell straight on his ass, you know. And he he wasn't. He needs a lot of work because if he goes in there with a Tank Davis, so, um, a uh, what Shakur Stevenson, he's gonna get rocked because he he man, he needs a lot of work. Like they promoted this dude so much, and it's, I get, I'm how, guessing. So for the for the like lay person, okay, mm-hmm. how do the zone fights that you pay for these fights, right? 
Yeah, you pay for um <laughs> per fight. I think it's like twenty bucks. So it's not so as yeah. high as a pay per view fight where you're but paying you with like pay. eighty bucks. So for my money, should I be watching the ESPN fights <laughs> or honestly the PBC and ESPN fights are a lot more competitive and don't show that bullshit showmanship that we're talking about <laughs> last. <laughs> That's last what episode. I've been gathering from the zone fights. It really feels like so they had it's like I feel like it, you know what it is? We've been missing out, and this is something I've been looking for, that that Arnold Schwarzenegger, that Rocky Balboa type, just action hero for stupid-ass reason action hero. And the zone boxing is obviously that niche where they can create the story. They line. found a niche. It's like it's kind of like wrestling. It's like wrestling. <laughs> yeah. for, it's like boxing wrestling. No. And obviously, we all know wrestling is real. <laughs> of, of course it is. We were just talking about that the other day. Yeah. <laughs> all the video games, the... Uh... <laughs> The, WWF. Yeah, WWF video games. Like, I believed so, it. I, I still do. That's badass. <laughs> Shout out Stone Cold and The Rock for what they did for uh, that part in history in wrestling. Oh, man. Yep. Yeah. Your self-imposed concussions. Yeah. Mankind, like, you can't tell me him getting thrown off from a what? How, how many foot cage? <laughs> His true. body lifeless. I can hear JR right now. <laughs> like, oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, that was pure entertainment. It's not fake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... Oh, anyway, so to touch back to the zone. <laughs> to, back to the zone. So it was really funny because they brought um, Ryan Garcia in a King's drone. Like he he didn't walk in. He was in a. Oh yeah, I saw he, that. he was sitting on a chair and like people lifted him up into his ring intro, and then um, the irony in him getting them, um, you know, getting rocked. <laughs> he won the fight because he had a good punch. Yeah, to get carried out. Is what you're <laughs> yeah. gonna say. No, I mean he won the fight. He got a good you know body punch, but um, there's a lot more um, skills he needs to work on. He doesn't move. Um, from left to right, he he's just he, he he's flat footed. He took a straight donkey jab to the oh, forehead. Man, man. <laughs> yeah, he I got rocked. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, uh, that right, fight so just showed. Fighting, if you're a layperson, I guess ESPN is our best bet for. Uh, yeah, for real fights. Yeah, real fights. Just, I'm sure I'm gonna research some uh, some YouTube boxing channels that may give us a better idea of what's what because. It feels like there's money to be made, and we are obviously not making it. <laughs> yeah, and they're taking you for your little money on the zone. <laughs> yeah, but, but here um, you it's are definitely every a niche. Saturday watching the shit. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a niche, and um, the lightweight is looking really good though with um, with Tank Davis, uh, Shakur Stevenson. So those are going to be any fight that they're involved with is going to be really good to watch. Um, the welterweight is the welterweight; it's always going to be good. And yeah, man, just stay tuned to PBC and. ESPN and see the up and coming from oh tell Fimo Lopez he is raw so he's either gonna tell be Fimo Lopez. yeah he's either gonna f- be fighting see, this is what we need to be doing telling people what to YouTube yeah because we ain't got time to be watching boring ass long ass fights that we are that are obviously fixed <laughs> that's I'm true trying, I'm trying to find the real information to get to it fast I'm a part of this generation that needs it now whoever Lopez fights next is gonna be a really good fight because this is gonna be like his arrival um, mm. so it might be that Spence Jr. or you know somebody um, that Spence beat um, a couple fights ago. I like Errol Spence. I seen. Oh yeah, he's. Solid. I don't feel like he. I, I feel like you got to beat his ass if you're really gonna beat him. And I don't oh, see, yeah. based on the way everybody else is fighting, I don't see who's beating him right now. Canelo and Spence Jr. will be a badass fight. Now that'll be some money I'll, I'll pay for. <laughs> well, you know, yeah. pay per view. That's that'll be worth it for sure. I mean. Oh yeah, one more point. Um, <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, fight night. Whoever, if anybody's uh, played Fight Night before, we hope that it comes <laughs> out in a new version. 
So maybe these new fighters that are, you know, becoming champions. PS5 and now he wants to start dictating what games got to come out. <laughs> <laughs> no, but who, who uh, Chance the Rapper even said uh, about Fight Night. He tweeted out, you know, we, they need to come out with a new Fight Night. So. I, did, I did see that tweet. Yeah, and you sent it to us. That's so. always fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyways, if, uh, you know, what Fight was it, EA Sports? EA Sports? Yeah, What's EA Fight Sports. Night? I mean, yeah. they don't have to actually make every sports game. No, they but they did a good job with the previous ones. So, <laughs> you know, hopefully, um, I understand. We do, we do need a fight night. Yeah. Yep. So, stay tuned. What I think that's pretty much. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else we want to uh, touch on? Happy New Year. I mean, it's to wrap up. I think a lot of us already heard the Uncle Murder and uh and uh, Mad Skills. Skills version. Check it out if you haven't. But um, it was eight minutes forty six seconds long. As kind of what we want to leave twenty twenty with. Hopefully, there's better days ahead. Yep. Champ- yep. Championship Phil Hart's right here. Oh, yeah. We winning <laughs> it this year. We winning it? I say so. If everything stays and put the way it is, the Rockets are winning the ship this year. Yeah, well, we're just optimism. Well, elbows and jumpers, episode four, and we out. Peace. Well,